the Action Network Podcast. What's up, Degenerate Nation? Welcome to the Action Network Podcast. This is the Wimbledon betting preview. I'm Stucky, and joining me today, my partner in crime in the tennis world, Mr. Daniel Scotty, who nailed, pretty much nailed uh, the French Open on the men's side. How goes it, Scotty? It goes good. I, I, I'm not as confident that we will be nailing much over the next two weeks at Wimbledon, but I think that's the fun of it. And um, if we do nail something, the, the price will be even higher. So excited. Yeah. I mean, I have to say my, I'm, I'm not mad at my cap for, I mean, my only future was Kasakina who got to the semis. Unfortunately, I, need, I just needed someone else to take out Iga um, at the French because it's just nightmare matchup for Kasakina. It's she's, it's just like Iga is kind of her on steroids. <laughs> Um, and there's just nothing that she can do to hurt her. Um, Zhang had her beat a set and then up was, was won the first set and got hurt. That would have really helped us. But getting 55 to one to the semis, I can't complain. And look, in order to hit some of these big futures, like I had Chilich to win the U.S. Open, like Nisha Corey took out Djokovic, right? And then he had nothing left in the final. Stan, I had him the 60 to one to win the Australian Open. He played Nadal in the final, who basically just walked, uh, walked because he was hurt. He, so like you to hit some of these long shots you're gonna need a and that's with any feature in any sport but you're gonna need a break or two along the way so hopefully if we identify one or two here we can get that break in this tournament but uh rafa uh what are your thoughts uh for what that did to him and i know that he's your boy his legacy yeah he's my boy but um i gotta be honest i i there are very random few and far between years where i'm really expecting Rafa to come out and win this tournament for whatever reason. I think it was 2018. The, the one where he had that epic five set uh, match against Novak, I think it was the semi. Um, I was super high on him to win that tournament, but for whatever reason, especially I think the, the success he had at, at, at the Aussie and the French open, I mean, it would be a lot for him to win this tournament. I've always been a guy that kind of looks at the big picture of things and, and for Rafa at his age right now to be, to go three for three. Uh, I, I rarely, if ever, bet against the guy, but even that one, uh, I don't think it's happening. But um, we'll yeah, see. He's made the semis in 18 and 19, but he hasn't made a final since 2011, so in 10 years. This is obviously his worst surface. Um, the way the ball bounces, um, you know, his strength isn't necessarily serving for various reasons. But we'll start on the men's side. We'll also talk women's. Um, I went through the entire draw this morning so uh have some thoughts there but let's you know, let's start on the men's side and Wimbledon's a really interesting tournament this year because the fields are watered down because um players from Russia and Belarus are prohibited from participating in the tournament so the number one and number two players in the world right now it's not Nadal or Djokovic it's Zverev and Medvedev, Zverev's hurt, and Medvedev is not allowed to play in this tournament, so they won't be here. And you also have Mr. Federer, who, you know, when people think of Wimbledon, they think of Roger Federer. He won't be here. Uh, 
what would you set the odds that he ever wins another major again? It has to be. I would imagine it has to be like Wimbledon next year. That's it. Fifty to one, and that's yeah. and that's being generous to Roger. There's a lot of respect built into that fifty to one. He's got to just prep, do everything he can to win Wimbledon next year, and then get a ton of breaks, and then. But that's about it. But yeah, so it's a it's a watered down field, and if you look at the draw. Um, it's kind of lacking a lot of star power. You look at some of these quarters and you're like, oh my gosh, look at the path for some of these players. So we will go through each quarter here and share our thoughts. I should mention that Djokovic is the favorite. So I'm like a minus 130 to take this home. Berrettini, who was hurt, um, you know, didn't participate in the French Open, has since come back. His odds have crashed. I saw him at like 15 to one. He's down to like seven to one, six to one at some places. Nadal, plus 750. Alcaraz, who this isn't his strongest surface. He kind of reminds me of like team, early team, right? Like early team on grass. It just, you got to feel it out. It's not his surface yet. And yeah, I think that he has potential Alcaraz on grass in the future. Just not now. I, I don't see him. Hercots, who's playing extremely well and has the game built for grass is now at 14 to one. Then you got FAA, 18, 20 to 1, Tsitsipas, 23 to 1, Chilich, 27 to 1, Kyrgios, 29 to 1. And then, then you're down to like Mary, 71, Chapala, 120 to 1. So let's, let's, before we dive into the quarters, let's start high level because we talked about this a couple weeks ago, right after French. We said, who are the players that we think can win this? And we, we both kind of agreed on the order at the time, right? Things have changed. You see grass form and see how players look. But at the time, we both said, you know, Djokovic, Chilich, yep. FAA, and then Berrettini pending his health and all and that was prior to on that front. Winning. Yeah. Yep, which is why his odds have crashed. Hercotch, I think, has entered the, the discussion to make a deep run with the way that he has looked of late. Anyone else like this can – I don't think Mary can win this tournament, but can he make a run? Sure. Curios, could he ever put? Is he ever going to take this serious enough? I don't. I mean, his peak on grass is as good as anybody. You know, he's in the and he gets respected. He's like twenty nine to one. He's like sixth, seventh favorite in this. Shapovalov, Sitsipas, any one of those should, that we should add to the the docket of realistic chances of winning well, this tournament. I think that there's there's one bucket for realistic chances of winning this specific tournament, but I think another bucket just to keep in mind that's some in some ways equally as important as just guys that have grass court acumen and there are there is a bucket of them that stand kind of above the rest of the pack that's your murray's that's your shapovalov's shapovalov's that's your um batista agus um there are a couple of good players like that um i think we've named them all again we're putting chilich in that can win felix in that can win berrettini in that can win nadal and novak in that can win then there's Shapovalov, RBA, and um, Murray, I think, in that next – and Kyrgios in that next bucket. Yeah, there's, we're going to go through the draws. You're going to hear a lot of like, oh, this is like a clay court player. But one thing to keep in mind with the, that I like to bet on in Wimbledon to try and find like some big underdogs early, especially on the women's side. I think it applies to the men's side as well. A little tougher though, but these top players who don't play any tournaments in between – the French Open and Wimbledon and aren't necessarily really strong on grass. And then they go up against, you know, a woman that kind of is a grass court specialist that has played a couple tournaments and it's, you know, they're not necessarily ready for the adjustment. The ball bounces different and 
you can catch someone um, yeah. on that this quick surface change as a, a, a big favorite. You can kind of catch them in, in a good fade spot, and hopefully and, we can uh, identify some here. And on that note, um, I always talk, when I talk about Wimbledon, it's, it's typically a tale of two different tournaments built into it. The first week, I mean, you got to think about it. It's, it's a grass court. This is actual, you know, mowed grass, live living grass. So the first week of the tournament, the ball is going to stay really low and move really fast through the court because these grass courts are manicured and they're, and they're kept pristine. By the second week of the tournament, after guys have been chewing up the baseline, chewing up the service line, just playing the wear and tear on the court, that grass is going to turn into, you know, patches of dirt and the ball is going to kick up a bit higher and play closer to a clay court so that the conditions will definitely slow down in that second week and they'll normalize closer to a hard court in terms of kick and speed and pace and all that stuff. But the first week is specifically the first two days of the tournament on those outer courts, the ball, it's going to be a super exaggerated, dramatically different brand of tennis than if the last match you saw was the French Open. Um, it's a noticeable difference these early days of, the, of, of Wimbledon. Yeah, it's, but if we'll get to the women's side, but like Serena Williams, who hasn't played since, I mean, she played a doubles match, but she hasn't played since singles match since last Wimbledon when she retired in the first round. She plays Harmony Tan, who has some skill on grass and you know, you, you're going to see some of these players who can use the slice and, and, and throw some different variety of players. It's going to really keep Serena off uh, her game. And you can see that on grass, especially in the first week, the uglier the court gets. And when you see it right you know, on Sunday and Monday, it's going to look really pretty. That's like pure grass court tennis. And then as the, the baseline gets uglier, then the conditions change in that second week, as you said, but let's the first, the first quarter on the men's side, Djokovic, heavy favorite here. I mean, he's a heavy favorite to win the tournament. You know, on his side of the quarter, I mean, you got to – his seeds are Opelka, Vasilashvili, Kekmanovic. I mean, there's just nothing there for me to say, oh, Djokovic looks like he's – and he's not the type that really gets upset. Djokovic should get to the fourth round here. On the other side, you know, you'll see Vavrika's name – He's kind of past his prime, and this is not his surface. He's, he takes on Sinner in the first round, who's a seated player on the other side. Isner, you know, Isner's game on grass. It's always going to play because of the serve. He's going to get into breakers, and we'll see how long he can hold up for. Um, that's kind of his problem in these majors, best of five sets. Then you have Ott, Alcaraz, who we talked about, who we just – I don't think we trust him on grass to make a deep run at Wimbledon. Maybe he can get to the – quarters here but I don't think he would be Djokovic on grass here so is this just as simple as look Djokovic is coming through this quarter unless something really funky happens there's not much to really dive into yeah but but it, it does get a bit complicated I think you touched on in the fourth the fourth round he, he could potentially and this is there's a lot contingent on Basilashvili getting there but um if it's Basilashvili Novak in the fourth round I mean that that is the type of player that that beats Novak guy with just ruthless hitting and you know, brutal ground strokes. And Basilis really definitely probably has the heaviest strokes, the biggest hitter on the tour. Um, and he's a guy that, you know, you hear a lot about servers can take the racket out of, you know, good players' hands. He can take the, the, the racket out of your hand with his ground strokes. He hits that big. So, and a lot of tennis fans, even casuals, will remember that Basilis really Nadal match. I think it was the U.S. Open. So, um, of all the names in this quarter, even, the, the guy that can, that can potentially prevent Novak the most is going to be Basilashvili. But um, 
as for this, the other names in here, Murray, he's the second best grass court yep, player. I didn't even mention him. Wild card here. Yeah. He is the second best grass quarter in the quarter. But you're not taking a flyer on anyone. Like, so you don't think Al- you agree? So Alcaraz isn't ready. Sinner, not yet. Like I, said, I think it, I think the quarterfinal is going to be Novak Murray. The second quarter, Rude is the top seed. On his half of the quarter, the other seeds are Baez, Tiafo, and Carreno Busta. Oof. I just uh, pretty ugly. <laughs> On the bottom half of the quarter, the seeds are Nori, Dimitrov. There's a potentially tough first-round matchup with Stevie Johnson, Paul, and Hercotch. I think Hercotch is the clear favorite in this quarter. You were We were talking earlier when the draws just came out, and you were kind of intrigued by Dimitrov. Um, make your case, and are you still high on him? Yeah, I like the path for Dimitrov. I mean, first of all, um, you asked me on grass. That's my favorite surface for Dimitrov. I mean, if you guys were watching tennis back in, I think, 2014, he, uh, he took out peak Murray here. Obviously, it was a different time. But, but I think at this point in Dimitrov's career, I don't trust his rally stamina, his rally tolerance and longer points on a clay court or even some of these slower hard courts. I think he's got to play first strike tennis, be big with the, the first serve in the forehand, um, use the slice. He's got a pretty diabolical slice on a grass court. He could keep it low. I like his game on the grass court. Now you put that with his potential path. You mentioned it, Steve Johnson in the first round, potentially tricky. Sure. They play similar games. Both have big serves. Both have the forehands. I don't think you beat Dimitrov. If you're Stevie Johnson with the slice, he did it. Like you said, when we talked earlier, a couple of years ago, Wimbledon, I don't think it'll happen again. I like Dimitrov to get through that. And then he has Nori, I think, in the second Who he just beat. Who he just beat. And I was on him there, and he was a, was a great price on him back then. I love him style-wise. Nori can tend to, to push a bit on these types of courts. Dimitrov's going to look to hit you in the mouth. Um, and, and, and if he's on, that punch is going to, you know, knock you down more, t- more often than it's not. So I like Dimitrov this tournament. Um, I think – and Hercatch is in that part of the draw, and I think he's got a decent track record against Hercatch too. I think he beat him at Indian Wells last year. And that, that's, that was when we were talking through it. My, my kind of mental path was, all right, if, it, if we do get a fourth-round matchup of Dimitrov-Hercatch, and I could kind of see that in my head, the potential price, all that. It will be Hercatch minus 240 in that, in that department. I'm ripping Dimmy plus 180. It just it feels right. One that Dimitrov could easily be out early and I could sit here with pie on my face. I don't usually call for Dimitrov in these spots, so I, I will follow my gut here and trust that if I am getting Dimmy vibes, as they say, ride him out. You'd rather win the quarter over like 160 to one to win? Yeah, because all roads will ultimately go through Novak and I don't like him in that matchup. But even, I mean... Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll just stop it with that. I, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself with him winning the tournament, but I could easily see plus, it. Plus, it'll be those conditions will be playing much different if he gets to Djokovic, like we talked about. Right. I, I like the idea of first week Dimitrov. It's going to be a flyer on him to win the quarter. Third quarter, Berrettini, who has had success here as a game that really fits the grass well. He is the top seed in the top half of the third quarter. Other seeds here, Brooksby. Deminar and Schwartzman. Um, I mean, just looking at some of the names on Berrettini's just little section. I mean, Kukushkin, Bonzi, Kohler, Brooksby, Grenier, Hoistler, and Garen. Um, yeah, uh, pretty 
favorable path for Berrettini. In the bottom half, many more intriguing names. Yeah. You have Shapovalov, you know, RBA, who's class on grass. You have Kyrgios and Tsitsipas. Kyrgios is... So we're going to assume, I think we both can agree, Berrettini is getting to the fourth round yes. from the top half, right? Maybe, yeah. Berrettini... They're probably the quarterfinal. He'll be in the quarterfinal. Um, depend who he faces is is what we're discussing. Correct. And he's you know on, on the other side, Shapovalov, RBA, Sitsipas, Kyrios. Those are the four names that I think that you can narrow it down to, and you can make a case price dependent on any one of those. I, let's start with Kyrios. I mean, if he cares, and like he's saying all the right things now. We should have, we, we're going to get him on a pot, one of these podcasts. We should have had him on. We did this last second. Wimbledon, they, they, it's like it comes out on Friday mornings on the radio, and it's a, the timing is uh, not ideal. But we'll get him on. I know that you, you talked to Nick, and we, we tweet at him. But he, he's saying all the right things. Like, he cares now. But uh, and, but, and, and look, he's, he's the type of guy that he doesn't just say the right things to say the right things. Um, so maybe there's some, some truth to it because we do know with his serve, uh, on this surface, if he cares, um, he can beat anyone in the world. He flashed some form coming in to the tournament, so it's not like we haven't seen any of him. And it just comes down to, like, his head. And he's going to get in some breakers, right? And then, like, if a breaker goes wrong, does he just be like, ah, fuck it, I'm going to go home and play video games? Um, that's the question. He's not – you're not getting a lot of – you're not getting, like, the most – you're getting 29 to 1. The books know that he's talented, but – is this the tournament that he can finally break through? Is it Tsitsipas? Is it Shapovalov? How do you see this? I think it's probably the most intriguing, you know, bottom half of a quarter, bottom or top half of a quarter in the entire draw. Make a case for someone here. Yeah, um, it's interesting. You, you, you've already keyed in on the four names. It's Tsitsipas, Kyrgios, RBA, Shapovalov, and they both kind of play each other. The You got Kyrgios will first play Sitsipas. I like Kyrgios versus Sitsipas. I like Shapovalov's game against RBA. Shapo already beat RBA, I believe, if my memory serves me, uh, one of these a few years ago. A straight sets. And, and that's the same type of thing as the Dimitrov thing. I'm, I'm kind of backing these one-handers with the firepower here. If you're going to play a guy like... Just to, just to back up, by the way, because I forgot to add it, Dimitrov, Dimitrov is uh, 2-0 versus Herkot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got to get... Felt like I remembered that he's got a good track record of him. So here, if if Shapovalov is getting RBA again in one of these first three rounds, it's defense against offense. And if Shapo is sharp, like he was the last time they played, which was straight sets, he will beat him again. So that leads us to Shapovalov curious in a popcorn fourth round for the opportunity to play Berrettini. I don't. If Kyrgios loses that match, I do not think it will be because of motivation, fitness, or hot-headedness. I think we'll get a good tennis match there. And I, honestly, I hate to say it, but I'm I, getting Shapovalov vibes again, which I said to, it was either you or my other buddy, Nico, after he lost his sixth straight match after beating Nadal on clay, Shapovalov, and he, he hasn't won a grass match in any of these tune-ups, I'm like, he's, he's going to have a good Wimbledon because that's just how it works. It's, it's a funny, fickle game. Um, I think the best-of-five format suits Shapovalov. I think the atmosphere and the crowd, the big crowd, suits Shapovalov. He's always a player that brings his best in, in Grand Slams and in the big matches. And if it comes down to a Shapovalov-Kyrgios fourth round, 
Chapo's one of the few, few players that can wrangle the crowd behind him without Kyrgios doing anything necessarily malicious. He's just a, a flashy type of player who the crowds like. So I'm hoping for that matchup. I think it'll be a great matchup. I think both players have a chance against Berrettini, either one that comes through there, Shapovalov or Kyrgios, if that is who gets through. But this is the most intriguing quarter for me. I will say I don't think Berrettini gets through. That will be my hot take. Well, yeah, I mean, for what it's worth, Kyrgios is 3-1 and one against Sitsipas and just beat him on just grass. Just beat him. It was really not that. The scoreline looked closer than it really was. Yeah, I don't. How are there no tie? How are there no tie breaks in three sets between Kyrgios and Sitsipas? Yeah, that confuses me. So yeah, he is three and zero against him. I'm having a, a tough time figuring out who comes out of that. So I think that this is just a you know you can have some fun. I think I'm going to have a for fun bet on. Uh, it'll be fun regardless um, whether he melts down in the first round against who Rube, um, <laughs> Paul Jube, uh, Jube. Uh, With you, I'm going to take Kyrgios to win the quarter. Yeah, I'm, I'll probably have a little bit there. This, like I said, I think there are a few options in here. I think if you were to, so here are my two plays officially here. I'll, I'll co-sign if you want to cover the Curio side. I'll probably have some exposure there. But my pick here is is Shapovalov to win this quarter. I think there's a lot of value here given Berrettini's form. If you guys have followed me on Twitter, Stucky, you know me from real life. I do have a bit of a uh, numbers-based betting system that I like to go by, and Berrettini not having stumbled at all leading up to this tournament. It just kind of gives me, did he, you know, pardon the phrasing, shoot his load a little too early, so to speak. Or is he just rounding into form? But it's still early to tell with Berrettini. The sample size of his game is still relatively small. So there is a a chance to kind of find Vegas with their pants down here, um, especially with that line crashing, as you've mentioned. All right, fourth quarter. Another, I think, pretty intriguing quarter. You got Felix, the top seed here. I don't see – look, I mean, he, he has to take on Cressy in the first round, which is a tricky first-round matchup because Cressy is one of the biggest servers on tour, and you could get tiebreak variants there in that match. And, you know, a couple sets, a couple tiebreakers go against you, a couple points here or there. All of a sudden, holy shit, I'm out of the tournament. But uh, Felix, on his – the top half of the quarter, if you assume he gets by Cressy, I mean, the other names, Morales, Sock, Novak, Bagnus, Kubler, Evans, your boy – is the other seeded player, Rune, um, Duran, Martinez, Molkan, Gray, Zhang, Musetti, and Fritz. So, like, the seeded players are Evans, Rune, and Fritz. We said a couple weeks ago, you, you tipped, you said Felix, because we said he was a top three favorite here. You know, now we have, we've seen Berrettini. I still think that he's one of the top five favorites. You've seen him since. You, you've soured a little bit. He's still my pick to win this tournament. He's definitely my pick to come out of the top half of this quarter. I don't think that there's any question there. The only thing I'm worried about is Cressy tiebreakers, but I'll take my chances there. And and Felix is my only future to win this tournament. You know, sometimes the draws work for you. Sometimes they don't. You can wait before. But the, I mean, you, you're, the price you got, it came down. I think I got 18 to one logged it on the Action Network app. But you soured a little bit on him, but. Yeah, well, I, I actually got it. It was literally minutes <laughs> minutes after he bowed out in five to Nadal at the French. And I was like, all right, if he's taking Nadal five on this court, and I've always loved his game on grass, you know the deal. So I actually got him. Got he looked him. ready, by the way. I love that call because he was like, the moment wasn't too big. Not he at did all. nothing wrong nothing at in all. that set that he dropped. 
Yes, correct. hundred percent. You know, he looked, he looked amazing. It was one of those that like, yeah, sure. It was a loss. The result isn't what you wanted, but I was so freaking impressed by Felix after that match. So I got in at 21 to one expecting that he was going to have this great grass court season a la what Berrettini actually did winning two titles. I figured Felix would get at least one and had he done that, the line should have would have came down to probably around 750, 800 on Felix. It had gotten down to 10 to one at some point, but then after he lost that second tournament, it went back up to 18. So it's sitting at 18 now. But to be fair, he lost he lost to Hercotch in the quarters, on the you know, in tie breaks, in tie breaks, and then I don't know. I mean, I guess we we have to talk about him, uh, Van Rithoven, who came out of nowhere and won a tournament by beating Ebden, Fritz, Gaston, Felix, and Medvedev. Just crushed Medvedev in the final. I mean, this is a guy that did he? I don't think he's ever won like a main draw match on grass. I on tour. I don't know. He came out of nowhere. He was ranked, you know, 150, won a tournament on grass. So I don't know what happened with him that week, but I, I don't know. I didn't sour too much on Felix's losses. No, and, um, and, and also the, the match he lost, the, the match he lost to her catch, I watched every point of, and he was, he was distinctly the better player for both of those sets. It's just one of those ones where, and that's why I, heard, I love her catch in the tournament on grass, because he's one of the guys that could play worse for a set, grit his way, grit his teeth through holding six games, get to a tie break and then play his best tennis. And that's what happened. Fields played better for, you know, 12 games of each of those sets. And in the 13th game, he didn't play as well. So I haven't soured entirely on Felix. I still like his outlook for this tournament. Um, And especially given the names you just mentioned, you know, you got Fritz, the seated players in his section, Fritz, Runa and Evo. Evo could be tough for him. Felix should have the advantage from the baseline, be big with the forehand and, and be able to out rally him if that's the way they want to play that match. But, but I like Felix going forward here. I'm just glad At you least make for a the case top for... half with, which we've, which we've mentioned. Yeah. I'm glad that you'd make a case for Jack sock. Um, all right. And then the bottom half of the fourth quarter, Chilich, who just had uh, a Renaissance at the French open, uh, just looked incredible at times. And when he's serving big and he was hitting big and, but th- this is his arguably his best surface. He's the top seed in the bottom half, or I should say, seeded player in the bottom half, along with Nadal. Feli Lopez, by the way, his uh, it's his last hurrah here at Wimbledon. You also have Van Dizanchop, who will take on Feli in the first round, and Senego. Other intriguing names here. I mean, Kuba, Query, uh, yeah, Kuba and Query, uh, Gasquet, Gasquet. Gasquet. The, the class backhand uh, on grass. You know, so I guess the argument here is, is this just Nadal versus Chilich eventually, or is there someone else that can kind of crash that party? And if that does become the matchup to get to who we presume will be FAA, how does that play out? I think this is the most volatile of all the quarters. Should Nadal get there? Yeah. If Nadal lost to Query in the second round, would any real tennis fan be you know, sitting there wondering how it happened. No, there's a path forward for that scenario. Yeah, it'll be pure grass when they meet, and then it'll be, probably be breakers. Breakers, and he's just hit so big. Query is one of those guys, and if he's if he takes that first set and gets confidence, all bets are off. If he loses the first set, Query probably goes down. You know, Nadal could take him, put him out behind the woodshed. 
But if Query takes that first set, this is how things can co get complicated within tennis matches because Query is a guy that needs confidence. And once he reels off that first set, just like he beat Novak back in the day when they played, like he can reel off sets. He's got the game for it. He's a guy that can serve his way, serve the racket out of your hand. He can hit forehands and his backhand. It was very strange. I forget who he even played. I was, I faded him. Um, I'll pull it up right here. It was Krajinovic. And for the first set of the Query-Krajinovic match um, last week in Queens, I was like, Query can, can, can win, can make a deep run at Wimbledon. And then 6-1 first set. And then before you know it, he, he loses in three. So Query's level is still not something you could reliably say he will test Nadal, but he can. As for Chilich, I was very high on Chilich when we spoke during the French. I even I said Chilich is like my third favorite for the tournament. And then I look at the draw. Gasquet is a, is a nightmare matchup for Chilich. Um, he's just a guy that can absorb that pace and hit angles with the, with the, with the pace that Chilich gives him. I have to look at the head-to-head -head now. Um, so it's 2-2. Um, they've never played on a grass court, but I, I have, I have withdrawn my Chilich stake because I am, I am shaking in my boots about Gasquet in the second round. I like Gasquet in that matchup. I think Gasquet is the story here as far as our old guard who comes out and reminds you that they're still playing because Gasquet has been balling on clay courts, all these, and he's been playing good tennis. So Gasquet is still a threat. Yeah. And by the way, um, Query has beat Nadal. Do you, do you remember where? Um, Acapulco. Yep. 2017. They did beat him Wimbledon in 2019 and the doll destroyed him, Something. um, for what it's worth. But yeah, I, I can see, I could see Gasquet making a little noise. I'm going to go, I'm going to say the way that this quarter plays out. So I'm sticking to my initial take with Felix as my lone future to win this. I mean, I already have, have a bet on it. Nothing I can do now. Um, I'm going to say that Nadal comes through to Felix and Felix gets revenge. Yeah. I'm there. Um, from the French and then comes out of this quarter. It's my same matchup. Yep. Same matchup. I got Felix over Nadal here. I've got, so for all my quarters, I have, I have, um, all right, let's so just go to week two. I have an early yeah. out I can give you. So I've got, I've got, um, in the semis, I have Novak over Dimitrov. I have Felix over Shapovalov. And then I've got, Felix over Novak in the final. I think Felix wins the tournament. I have not, I have not diminished yes. position. I'm, I'm, like you said, what can I do now? I, I mean, the bet's in, but I, I do the path. I've worked that out. That was unbiased. I, I truly see the Canadian semi. That's my big storyline hot take for this tournament is that we get Chapo Felix semifinal on the bottom half. Dimitrov Novak in the top half, a, re, a rematch of the 2014 semifinals at Wimbledon. Yeah, um, the one the one thing with Felix that does scare me. This is going to happen a lot of players on this surface. There's going to be tiebreakers, and hopefully he has some tiebreaker luck. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to for the most part. I'm going to say Djokovic comes out of the first quarter. I'm going to say Hercoc comes out of the second quarter. I'm going to say Kyrgios comes out of the third yeah. quarter, and then Felix Felix beats Kyrgios and Novak. Beats Hercotch and then Felix beats Novak in the final. So we're oh, close, close to the same page. Yeah, throw, throw a little for fun money on uh, on um, Kyrgios to win the quarter. And you like Pavlov to win the quarter. I'll throw a little on both of that. And then Felix to win the tournament. I think you can still find him 18 and to one around. I'm serious about that. Uh, Dimitrov. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the women's 
draw and it's a really fascinating draw. You got to mention here who's not here of note because of the, the ban. Uh, Sabalenka is not here and Azarenka. And then there's obviously some other Russians. Got your girl, Kasatkina. So yeah, a couple Russians, Belarusians are on here. Sabalenka is probably the most noteworthy name on this surface. Um, quarter one, Svitek is the favorite to win the whole tournament. And then of course, quarter one, she's plus 155 to win the tournament. She's won 35 straight matches. However, she's never been past the fourth round here. She won her first main draw grass match last year. This is not her surface. Again, not, this is, there's, it's a big difference between how the ball bounces and, you know, serves under strength. Now look, she's the best player in the world right now. She was a junior Wimbledon champion, but this is just not her best surface. And she hasn't played since Paris, right? So this is, can she get tripped up early on? I don't think she's winning this tournament. I don't think there's any value on her plus 155 on grass at Wimbledon to win this tourney. Can I um, play as advocate there? Yeah. And just because I, I feel like I had to do due diligence because of the lack of sample size, but you, I just looked through the flash score now years back. I, I'm kind of surprised with the acumen there on the grass court. I didn't know she was a Wimbledon champ as a junior. Would you be that? Obviously, she is like approaching Nadal levels on the clay. So it's kind of hard to compare. But let's do it for the sake of argument. In five years, would it be out of, out of the realm of possibility that we're saying right now that, that Shriantek's best surface is grass? Yeah, and I think it's out meaning, of Is it a surface she can grow into with more with tournaments going into them as the one seed as as sure. the favorite to win so yeah then- but she, it's, she's never it's never going to be better than clay and she can i think she's going to win a wimbledon the other thing i mean she's won 35 straight matches and that's that's the most in this since 2000 like you can't you're going to have an off day and it's going to probably happen on grass on the surface that she hasn't played in this year yeah i mean she's good she's good on grass she's just not elite yet and she's going to grow into it as she gets matched she could win the start she's the favorite i, I mean that's what i'm saying so there may, i'm just trying to play devil's advocate because then there may be some value at 155 if she can even get a fraction of her clay form for just this tournament let alone where she'll be in five years she doesn't have to and the thing is, is with the weak diminished field that we have she did she has to be about 75 percent as good as she is on clay to win this tournament yeah all right well quarter one that she has a pretty good draw. I mean, on the top half of her quarter, you know, you have Krejcikova, worst slam champ ever. She's 120 to one. She's 0 and 2 since returning from injury. Yeah, she's meaningless. Uh, Teichman, who is just no good on grass, she's returning from injury as well. She has an injury, I should say, she's dealing with. Mukaruta, champion here, made the final. She's in absolutely no form. There's a reason she's 70 to one. Now, if she got to like the fourth round, she could win it. Um, he doesn't win back-to-back matches in forever. Don't trust her right now. Sloan Stevens, 45 to 1. She's had success here. She, she Once she gets in, she has no form right now on grass, but uh, but she's got a tough first-round matchup. She's 45 to 1. Andriescu, 26 to 1. Meh on grass. Um, Rybakina's a mess right now. I think, I think there are things that are going on with her coach. Um, she's seated here. Rogers, third round's her best result here. That's probably her ceiling. And then you got... Pagula, who's the next highest seed in this quarter, she's dealing with an injury. And she has Vekic in the first round, who's showing form and is good on grass. I think Vekic actually wins that first round matchup. So it's like, I don't know. You know, you can make a case for like if Sloan finds form or Mukaruta finds form 
right? And they win a couple matches and then they run into Iga. But I don't trust either of them right now. Rybakina, I don't trust right now. And then like Krejcikova, Teichman, you know, up top, if I'm looking for someone, you know, you, Putin Seva, who I didn't even mention, who's just meaningless here on grass. She's a seed, the next the seed in um, Iga's part of the quarter. But she has Cornet in the first round. Cornet let me down. I mean, she lost to Garcia today. Um, Cornet is, yeah. I, I, can we trust Cornet to beat Iga to hold her head? I don't know, but she's, you know, she's beat Serena before. Cornet's three and over as Poots, by the way. Um, I don't think she's lost more than three games in a set. I love that first round matchup. But I just don't know who I can trust to come out of here. Can Vekic make a run? And Drisku, I don't just, I don't trust her game on grass yet. I'll say she, Andrescu comes out of here, but it's, I don't want any part of any future or stab in this quarter. Iga, look, I, I think that she's going to lose, but she's the favorite and she has a pretty favorable path. There's some names here, but there's some players dealing with injuries and some players that aren't great on grass. And so I don't see anything worth betting here from a, quarter perspective maybe Tomjanovic can you really ever trust what, her what is what is Golubic um she, her odds yeah she I love her on grass the one-handed backhand she's super linear and holds her serve she made the quarters last year dog keys um, so did Tomjanovic by the way yeah underrated and then lost a lost a Barty yeah so there's some landmines here for Iga. I just don't have any conviction on who I think is wow. going to actually do it so i'm staying away from a betting perspective in this quarter yeah i, I don't have anything i would necessarily formally tip but i will say Golubic is is a tough player might be worth a better two and keep your eye on her second quarter bedosa is oh. the top seed she's yeah she's injured yastremska is up there with her she's dangerous but i'm not sure what's up with her that vekic match i don't know if she was throwing the match she lost the first set in like 19 minutes she got bageled it was very odd kvitova 27 to 1. A resurgent. There's one here. Resurgent Petra, who looks like old Petra and is always dangerous on grass. I mean, she hasn't look, she's into her first grass final in four years. She beat Hudad Maya, who hadn't lost in forever. She beat her earlier today. She hasn't made a big run in Wimbledon since 2014. The old guard, do you trust her to make a run, especially after you know making a run the week before? Maybe it'll be tough. I there's something that's still says I shouldn't trust her. Yeah. Georgie, 110 to 1, I think is worth a flyer either to win the quarter or 110 to 1 to win the tournament. She's dangerous on grass. She's maybe a potentially tricky first-round matchup against Magda, but playing with a lot of confidence on this surface. She can hit so well. She reminds me, she's playing sort of like she played when I backed her 150 to 1, and she ran into Peak Serena and gave Peak Serena a run. That was an awesome match. Yeah, yeah, um, then you got Halep who good form on grass is one, one here in 2019, but she withdrew from Eastbourne. And then she's got Mukova in the first round, which is just a brutal, brutal first round match on Mukova. Great on grass, made the quarterfinal the last two times here. So who wins that match? I don't know. And then what's up with Hal from the withdrawals? It's just precautionary. Goff, 12 to one. She's the third favorite here. She's trending up. She's made the second week both times. She's been at Wimbledon. And then you have Anissa Mova, who's seated. I do not like her. She's 38 to 1. I do not like her game on grass. I like her overall and the way that she's kind of trending, but she struggles with lower bounces. Um, she might also be dealing with a little injury. So, no thanks. Sorbus Tormo, no thanks. And then you have Serena, 19 to 1. 
Mm. This is she's this is her best surface. She's 98 and 13 at Wimbledon. This is her but this is her first match in the year. And I said she has a dangerous first round matchup. There might be value in fading her against Harmony Tan. I can't see Serena putting, I mean, maybe she's kind of like Mukarutha or you know, Stevens, if she gets to like the fourth round, then it's like, all right, look out and her service fine. But I can't trust her, especially at 19 to one. If you say, look, she's the goat and it's Wimbledon and she's the greatest women's grass court player of all time by far. And you want to back her at 19 to one in a tournament that she's usually like minus 150. Go for it. I can't get there. She's down there with Pliskova, who made the final last year. She's 32 to one. Do not trust Pliskova right now. Um, the craziest thing about this quarter in the entire field, here are the champions. Serena seven times, Halep, Kvitova twice. That's 10 champions. They're all in this quarter. The only championship, only championship one that's not in this quarter in the field is Kerber, who's not in this quarter. So there's a lot of pedigree in this quarter. I think Georgie's worth a flyer to win the quarter. I'll throw a little on her. Do we, we, we throw, throw a little fire on Camilla, Goat Miller with me? Yeah, I like Georgie. That I like Georgie. Um, the one, the one name that is uh, a landmine potentially is Lauren Davis. If anyone is potentially backing Anasimova, who you warmed against, Lauren Davis always usually good for an upset early on at Wimbledon. Just to keep that in mind. But yeah, I like Georgie here. By the way, Georgie did get dogged by Ostapenka today, who is uh, extremely dangerous on the surface. Really, any surface. She's in the fourth quarter. We'll get there. Third quarter, Collins. Daniel Collins is the the top two seeds in this quarter are Jabor, who I think was ready to break through at the quarterfinal last year. She's been on a roll. I think this is her best surface. She's 10 to one, but she got injured in Eastbourne playing doubles with Serena. I hurt her knee. I don't know what's up with her. I can't advise backing her now because I don't know how healthy she is. And then the other top seed is Collins, who pulled out of Eastbourne with an injury. She hasn't played on grass. Um, she's got a tough first round matchup against Buskova. There's a reason she's 70 to one. Can't advise backing her. There's also, I mean, Collins has Buskova in the first round. There's Siniakova looming up there, who's always dangerous on grass. And Risk, the seeded player right there, who's great on grass, good form. You also have Keys, but she had an ab injury at Eastbourne and had to retire. She's made a lot of runs here, 55 to one. Maybe that's intriguing. Raducanu, you, you said. To me, that she intrigues you, but um, she's injured. She's not fit at all right now. I could not trust her. And she's got Van Oytvank in the first round. Really tough matchup on the surface. And Van Oytvank's in great form right now. I think Van Oytvank actually pulls off that upset. So the top half, it's like, who comes out of there? Collins, Risk, Keys, Raducanu. I mean, Risk has won seven – excuse me, Keys has won seven straight against Risk if they get there, but none of them have been on grass. And, like, Risk is either – Grass or like Asian hardcore. Otherwise, she's just completely irrelevant. So I'm going to say Risk comes out of the top half this quarter. Bottom half, you have Kerber, who's won here before. Mentioned that. 2018, she made the semis last year as well. She's 27 to 1. You got Mertens, yeah, 0-3 in her last three. Kanepi, uh, also seeded. Ducky, for the first time since 2014, I believe, is a seeded player mm-hmm. in a grand. She is one of the players that you and I for years – have made a, a racket out of betting her as a big dog against top yeah. seeded players in the first round of Grand Slam. So yeah. I will say upset that she's seated so that she can't be the giant slayer. Um, but interesting. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, it sucks. Um, and then Jabor, who she's healthy. I think she comes out of this quarter. 
but I'm not sure she is. So I'm going to say I'm going to take another flyer. I'm going to say risk comes out of this quarter, but I have no conviction because of the Jabour injury. You have Collins injury. You have Keys injury. There's so much Raducanu injury. So much uncertainty here. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to throw a flyer on risk on grass. Yeah, I like one of the Americans to come out of this quarter, be it um, probably in this order. I, I agree with you with the risk being the first. She is, again, when we talk about, when you, when you brought up a guy like Von Rithoven and, and winning a tournament, his first main draw tournament entry ever, it's one of the surfaces that if you are a master or are approaching mastery of the surface, you have a great head up on other players who may be better tennis players than you. And Ali Risk is one of those players who has a great advantage on grass courts. Her game gets elevated by the surface, whereas many other players, their game's diminished by playing on a grass court. So I love Ali Risk. I'm going to call, um, or hopefully, that uh, Dan- Dan- Danielle Rose Collins' injury is not as bad as you make it out to be because she's another player who I love on fast, hard, uh, fast surfaces like this. Um, so I like Danny Rose or Risk to come through. We don't really know much on Collins. She just she just was out of esports. It could have been just some. It could have just been precautionary. It's not like I saw her get injured or anything. Fourth and final quarter, Sakari twenty seven to one. Contivit are the top two seeds, but Contivit has long COVID. I she's fifty five to one. I love her on grass, but can't back her right now. Kalinina, she's also I think maybe dealing with an injury. Very talented player. Then you got like Sori, Trevisan, meaningless on grass. Asta Panko is in extremely good form. Dangerous. She made the semis here in 2018. She was a Wimbledon junior champ. She is in the finals at Eastbourne. Extremely dangerous. Benchich, who I think is a top three, easily grass player in the world, but is she healthy? And uh, she's made the fourth round here twice. Hadid Maya, who's the hottest grass player on tour, she won 12 in a row before losing today to Kvitova. Longest streak on grass in Serena between 2015 and 2018. And she's won two titles on grass. Then not many women have done that in the history of the sport. Benchitz had Maya projected third round matchup. Oof. Uh, I think the winner of that eventually goes on to face Sastapenka. I don't really trust Sakari on grass yet. She says she feels like a cow when she plays it. It was a funny clip. They said, how do you feel when you, what's it like to play on grass? So it feels like we're cows. I don't know if that was funny. Um, not good head at a Wimbledon. Uh, Hot and Maya is just, I think some, my friend Boiled Egg calls her the, the uh, Brazilian Kvitova. And she's never been past the second round of a slam, though. Um, so I think as long as Benchich is, is fit, which I don't know. So I can't, she's my only future to win it, but I can't really recommend her. I have her 27 to 1. She's like 21 to 1. If you could find her 30 to 1 and you want to throw something on and sweat with me, fine. But I, she, I don't know how healthy her ankle is because she got to the final against Jabour and then hurt her ankle like had a it was bad and then she had to retire so I'm gonna say I'm gonna stick to my guns and say Benchich comes out of here and she dogged Hadid Maya earlier this year in Sydney wasn't on grass and they're only meeting I think she'll force a lot of errors from Mastapenko so I don't know the health is there's a lot of health questions on the women's side I'm gonna say Benchich comes out of here I think it's her time as long as she's healthy I think she wins this tournament by the way wild cards to watch katie boulder local favorite she beat pliskova and risk she's in good form and she beat them recently on grass a lot of those young yeah. english are tough dart bolter burge they're they're all dangerous in, in bursts yeah. marino uh, they don't have great first so much but name, name's big game she challenged a lot of the top seeds and 
Um, she has a game built for grass. I like her form. Some names that might be off the radar to keep in mind. It's just for like one-off bets. Saranko so, has been back and in great form. I don't know if you've been watching her over the past few weeks. Messiah. Yeah, and she was a player who was classy at one point, I think in the top 30 pretty consistently, and then just fell off. I don't know where she went, but now she's back and winning, so she can make some noise in that. I'm going to say it comes out of the quarters. I mean, who knows? It's a women's slam. I'm going to say Andriscu, hesitantly. I just have no idea it's coming out of that quarter. Um, Andriscu, I'm going to say Georgie comes out of the championship quarter with all the champions, and then Risk. Uh, I'm going to throw little flyers on Risk and Georgie. Hope one of them hits to win their quarters. And then Benchic, and my pick is – I got to stick my gun. My pick is Benchic to win it. She's my only future to win it. Will you be dabbling in any women's bets? Um, I got to be honest, most likely not. I, I want to see Bench. I wish I wish I knew how much she's recovered because the injury looked really bad when she went down. But I watched her in all of those buildup matches to the final when she got hurt, and she looked so good. She was she was really my favorite for Wimbledon as well. Bench. We can get so we can get video of her. Like we'll see if her warming up and practicing. I'll tweet it out. Sure. Um, leading up to the tournament, and uh, I'll convince you to sprinkle on Goat Miller. Uh, to win her quarter uh, and maybe I, risk. I will. And outside of that, I got to say, um, Serena, 19 to one. I watched her in the doubles matches, her timing on the back end and then the ground strokes looked really bad, but it's 19 to one. And I, I probably will be having a little bit of an investment on, on Sri at 155, just because, you know, I think that she's deserved the uh, benefit of the doubt, so to speak at this point in time, 35 straight wins. I think there's a, a good chance she can make it 60, uh, 51, or they're 41. My math is 51. I hope no one needs like 16 <laughs> matches to win. All right. Uh, perfect way to end this. We said we wanted to just do 20 minutes, but of course, we talked <laughs> for an hour. As always, uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, make sure you follow along on the Action Network app and our Twitters at Scotty Pippen, S C O T T I Pippen, and then at Stucky2. Um, and of course, on the Action Network app for our plays and uh good luck regardless of what you're wagering but especially if you're following along with any of our futures or darts and uh let's have a profitable tournament thanks for tuning in and happy tennis cheers